Hello and welcome to the Super Bowl. That's right, folks. This is the Super Bowl number 57. Thanks for joining us on the Super Bowl. This is, of course, a show where uh, it's just the Super Bowl. The idea is that it's like, what if the Super Bowl was just a podcast and it was called the Super Bowl and it was just like a bad podcast, you know? That's kind of the idea. But you don't have to worry about what if there was a bad podcast called the Super Bowl that was so bad anything because right now you can watch a podcast that's bad. It's not about anything. It's called That Happens. And you could just imagine it's whatever you want, you know? I am, of course, not alone. I'm being held captive by three armed men. Um, and one of those men, the leader of the the battle-hardened veterans, is Kevin Day. What's up, Kevin? I'm doing good tonight. I'm, I'm finally feeling back to myself now. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. pumped for tonight's show. See, I, I say that to our guest every time he has a show and he thinks I'm being insincere, but I, I legitimately am, you know, like I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to spoil our guest. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't want to spoil who our guest is yet, but he, when he has a show, he's like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm really pumped for tonight's show. I, I really liked who you got on tonight and I feel like he doesn't believe me. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm well, I guess, I, I guess he just gets me can, excited. Can our guest hear this? I, I think so. Yes. Can you hear? Oh no, we can't hear the. Okay, I, I'm hearing you. Guest, what was that? Guest. Whoops. Whoops. All right, now you can hear me. Guest, can you hear us? Yes, we can hear you. Guest. It feels can like we're. Us? It's like Houston. Houston, can you hear me? <laughs> it's basically that same thing, except I'm not on the moon, you know, and neither are you, as far as I'm aware. But guest, now that you can hear me, I have to ask you to weigh Why in. Why are you calling you just, me guest? because we haven't introduced you properly oh oh, oh I'll, I'll, I'll be that you know i'll be quiet no no you're doing great i'm just saying i'm talking to you without introducing you so that's why i'm using guest which you've uh cleverly you know noticed is a not standard way to refer to people it's true do you but always I just, say that go uh no i don't think i ever have um but i just had to ask the guest did you did you hear is this true what kevin says before <laughs> your show does he say like oh i'm really excited for the show uh yeah but i mean i do believe him i just I, it's sort of like a bit that i that i do <laughs> and it's not well, even like i feel bad now because don't I, feel I'm, bad you're not here to feel bad you're here actually to feel good but would it make you feel differently than how you're feeling which is hopefully not bad like we were establishing would it make you feel differently to know that kevin has never said that to me before one of our shows he's never been really excited for you know so it's like if a person hypothetically which we're not (laughs) accusing you of but if a person were to think wow this guy is just saying that just to say that well here's an example he doesn't say it for me so (laughs) no that's that's funny because i i never believe him actually right and i'm not saying you should believe him but i believe him when he doesn't say that he's not excited for this show (laughs) The problem is Ke- Kevin is too nice, so he, mm-hmm. I always feel like Kevin's like, "Oh, I should say this," but I want to know what he's really thinking. And we all know how Kevin is; he's like the in the Wizard of Oz, like the you know the guy behind the curtain. You know, it's like you're not sure yeah. who this guy is. You know, like you can't get a, I can't open the curtain and be like, "Come here, you," you know, because <laughs> Kevin and, won't and- be there. It'll be like disappearing uh, vapor. 
Well, I feel like since I'm usually such a, a positive person, if I ever say anything knitted with somebody, they take it really hard. Like I just see like people's faces drop. Like, like, if, you know, if, if, before, <laughs> if before one of your shows, I was like, Hey guys, I, I I'm not thrilled about this at all. Yeah. I think you guys mm -hmm. would be like devastated. Oh, I wouldn't I would. be. No, I wouldn't be. I, I, I'd be like, well, you know, you probably have something going on that is more pressing. And I would understand. I, I would be like, Oh, I understand dude. Like it's all good. But at the same time, Kevin is is on the spot too, so he he's feeling like attacked from all sides, right? Yeah. Like I mean, he's I cornered, did. yeah. And it's like, what do you think? <laughs> it's good information, yeah. I think. I mean, I did today, Spencer, though, just out of nowhere, text you to tell you how much I appreciated one of your your past works that I just happened to watch. And what was that? Great Minds. Oh well, what did you do on that, Spencer? I thought alike. No, I was a, uh, I was a, uh, I don't know, uh, second lead co-host. Co oh, you were second great mind. There was like I was, uh, I was one of the great minds. I was arguably <laughs> one of the greater minds on that show because my character he built a time machine. So you got to be pretty great, minds. you know? Yeah, come on, He's man. Greater than the sum of his parts, I guess. Yeah, I'm seeing the camera cut back to me, my shot in the room, and there's something kind of office looking like the office a little bit your yeah, it looks like open and it's normally not. a sky office it looks like a scoff yeah a scoff we're in the yeah. scoff today um <laughs> the scoff that's got to be oh. a thing it has to be a thing right well they just call it an office but i like the scoff because <laughs> you need like the light of heaven shining it to feel like i'm working towards something you know, building a yeah. castle towards heaven, right? I don't believe but it's in heaven, true. They do just call it the office. They don't. They don't call it the office. They're just. They're not smart. I mean, they know numbers. They know graphs, but they don't know like cool stuff like that. They're, they're not savvy mm -hmm. in those ways. Our guest today, everybody, <laughs> is Abed. I insulted Eve. every person that has a scoffus. Yeah, you. you <laughs> <laughs> the poor officers. They'd they don't call them that. I know, but would they be workers, scoffers, like officer, police you know? scoffers. <laughs> Kevin, I'm sorry, man. This is going crazy, right? Already, Kevin, police scoffers. <laughs> Thoughts? Would Kevin be a scoffer? I think he's got some kind of sky office. Yeah, you seem like the type. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I do have an office in downtown Chicago that I haven't been to in many, many years. But what? Yes. You have a scoffice that's like, it's a ghost office. Pretty much. There's probably a layer of dust and everything. Yes. Okay. What about this as a TV show? Ghost scoffice, <laughs> right? Well, it should be it's Kevin that is the um, detective, you know, because he used to work there. So he's like, okay. So what if oh, Kevin I don't know. Plays, what Kevin if Kevin's playing a, good... a character and his name is Kevin Doffus? And it's like Kevin Doffus, Ghost Scoffus, right? Yeah, I like it. And 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 he would have to um, get there early. But then you wonder. Did, did <laughs> Wait, he, why? Why would he well, have to his, get there it's early? It's his Scoffus. He has the key, so he has to like unlock the Scoffus. Oh, what so he has he's to let in the, ghost? the building. Yeah, what if he <laughs> secretly lets in the ghost, but then he comes later and goes, "Oh my God, it's haunted." I'll, I'll solve that. Right. Is what he says because he needs work, so he has to pretend. You know. Yeah. That's it would be good. nice if someone could yeah it would just be nice if someone could pay him for you know investigating the ghosts because it's like that's that's a tough job you know but who's 
Well, there's always a guy. There should be like, is it Walter Peck at Ghostbusters? Like he's concerned about regulations in the building. So he's on to Kevin. He's like, I'm going to catch you. One of these, uh, you know, office procedures you're violating and you're going down. And I'm pointing like, like Kevin's right here. I think that would be That's- Spencer. Yeah, that should be like yeah. Spencer. You should be that guy because you're like you work at the board and you just know he's up to no good. So you keep showing up trying to catch him. You know? Yeah, well, I think like they were right in Ghostbusters. Like, right? Where wasn't that the 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 truth is that they oh, were yeah, right the to other be concerned. Guy, the other guy was right, and I agree. He had an environmental issue, and I was like, why why aren't they hearing him out? Instead, they're like, hey man, now you go get your form and come back here, and we'll kill you. <laughs> See, I've gone back and forth. Like as a kid, I was like, "What jerks those the, you know the government guys were?" And then as well, I got we older, I'm Bill like, "Murray." So we yeah. like that Bill Murray's making fun of him, right? And then I got older, I'm like, "No, wait, that guy was right." And then I got older again, and I was like, "Wait a minute, no, he shouldn't have just gone in there and pushed buttons without bringing in like an electrician or something." No, but he brought the guy. He brought the guy to do it. Yeah, Remember but that guy didn't like, seem to know what he was I doing I never either, seen though. this before. Maybe he doesn't know the technology. Right. <laughs> like, they should have, like, studied the problem before they went and just, like, shut well, stuff off. Well, it was very off. haphazardly done, but at a certain point, you know that he just hates Peter Venkman, and he wants yes. to just go yes. disrupt things. And so that's where it's wrong. But he did but have did, a point, though, when he was there. D- don't you think it's, it's a kind of, like, it's propaganda? It's, like, pro-deregulation propaganda that they well, intentionally like put logic. in the movie? It's like hippie logic. Like, we're the good guys. Everything's fine. We can break rules. Who cares? And then it's like, no, no, you are breaking rules here. This is bad. And then it's like, what? You're you're just like a wet blanket, dude. And then it's like he comes back and he's right. But then he comes back with force. And that's where it gets interesting, Spencer, because then it's like, well, now you're attacking the Ghostbusters. And that's not cool. Like, I don't like that. Like, I, yeah, I, like, the movie's what, what, what not called Ray The do? Environment. Well, know, I mean, what did Ray do? Ghostbusters. Ray's, Ray's hanging out, working on that car. He, he had nothing to do with this, so why is he in trouble, is what I'm saying. And well, Egon think... is, is working his ass off, too. Like, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Egon was working his ass off. He was, he was really <laughs> going hard there for a while. Well, did he have concerns on the Twinkie? I mean, that takes a whole movie right there. Did he? Yeah, I guess you've not seen Ghostbusters, but I'm just like all over the place here with that. Um, I guess I, I, I don't I certainly don't remember Egon having designs on a Twinkie in that movie. When I said designs, I meant actual designs, not like he wanted to have sex with the Twinkie. <laughs> they weren't part of his sexual machinations. Is what He's saying. dead. We shouldn't joke about him. Egon? Harold Ramis. Yeah, I feel oh. bad. He, he was a wonderful man. All right. Wait, yeah. is Egon Harold Ramis? Yes. Yeah. How did you not know? How did you not know that? He plays Egon. Yep. Yeah, he co-wrote the movie. I know he co-wrote the movie. Just because you co-wrote the movie doesn't mean you play Egon. He's Egon. What more do you want? <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know why I didn't know that. It's like he, you're still asking, like it's not true. It is. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not asking. It's just. I'm just. Who's I'm the star? Processing. Can I ask you, Spencer, who's the star in that movie? Is it Venkman or uh, is it Ray Stance? Well, if you ask me, it's the EPA guy. No, that guy's not the star. He's he's like a side thought. He's like, we need something to stop the Ghostbusters. Let's what do we throw? Let's throw a monkey wrench in here. That's him. He's nothing. He doesn't. No, he's 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 right. He's not right. He he destroys. He is right. But he destroys that machine and lets out the ghosts. How is that right? 
he's right for the right or he's he's he did that for the right reasons i don't I think, think we can so. all agree i think we can all agree absolutely not he might have had a guy for the for right the reasons okay so if i built in my basement a nuclear reactor and there you some go. guy this from the great. epa this came in and just like great. shut down my whole containment and cooling system causing a meltdown to happen were See, they Spencer? in the right he was not in the right because he took measures too far he could have gone by the book it, it was for the right reasons like i said if it's that not, caused a meltdown it's, 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 that it's would worse. be a big bad thing that happened as a result of you deciding to make a nuclear reactor in your true house. but but Could but this you know be the show is is there like, was no urgency behind the action i didn't feel like in the movie like they did they didn't give him a reason to like hurry to go like push buttons yeah and what's the leverage. rush is what i'm saying he overdid it he overstepped because he starts uh, <laughs> right he's right but then he oversteps and then it's like well now the ghostbusters are just defending the city they have to so he put him in a position there. Is right? this the show? Why did you ask if this was the show? Well, I like the idea that that Spencer is like, this is the show meeting. If Spencer was the guy coming to Kevin's house to shut him down and causes the meltdown, oh. that's pretty. I thought that's a show. I like I like the idea of there being a Ghostbusters show that was a legal drama and like just about the the EPA's like court case and trying to get you know the thing shut down. <laughs> Good show. <laughs> I knew I knew smoking would be bad. What are you smoking there? Oh, I guess I could give a shout out to King Roll. I don't know what that is. They make really good because I'll tell you something, Spencer. If you're gonna buy pre rolls, don't buy any. Yeah. Okay. That's your advice. What do you think? All right. Yeah, no, uh, pre-rolls are very expensive. Uh, well, you already know. So when you're on the market and you're searching, what do you do? What do you do? I reach for a, a fresh pack of King Rolls. That's King what rolls I do. Because use when I'm the playing... highest quality marijuana from uh, fields in Canada. How did you rolled know up by uh, the alternative lesbian chicks? You can't say that anymore. Well, can you? I didn't. I don't see that on here. But anyway, this is a creamsicle twisted citrus combination. Interesting. Wow. But uh, you know they have the terpenes that we all crave. You know, right? What are the terpenes? Is that terpenes are the stuff that's in the weed? It's like the weed juice. Man, I look like I'm on a fucking episode of The Office. Whenever the camera cuts, I love me. it. I love it. It's like you're in a cubicle. And you're, I'm going to see like your boss walking behind you being yeah. like, uh, Mr. Crittenden, if I could have a minute <laughs> of your so time. Michael's been obsessed with Terps lately. He won't he won't let anyone talk about weed without asking about the Terps. And we don't think he understands what those are. I still don't know what those are. It sounds like midichlorians talk to me. Yeah, it is. It is like, well, maybe it's not. Well, you know how like, OK, so you know how like everyone knew that how weed worked, right? And I then, didn't know, but you just know it works. It's like a drug, you know. You smoke it and you get high. And well, then someone, if you want, if everyone knows it, it, it's the THC. It's like a chemical. And what exactly, it does, what it does is it fogs the brain. But CBD <laughs> is is the chemical that just washes over the body. All right, so THC. Think of that as the force, right? We get it. It washes no, over the body. It's not the force. It's more like the midi chlorine in the. Force. No, no. See, here's the thing: the terps. The terps are like the midi chlorians of it. How do you Where spell it's like, that? 
terpenes is the t-e-r-p-e-n-e-s or terps it sounds it sounds like go on go on <laughs> but the terps they're these they're these small particles that have different chemicals in them and depending on how many terps of this you have or that you know that's how why this one gives you a headache and this one feels like uh, your body's vibrating, you know. It this all comes sounds down like to the some crazy person that's describing fairies swimming around their head. Oh, you mean like everything. when they decided to complicate the force with something like the metachlorians? I, I brought. You're them saying up as it's a, exactly as like that? Is the exact no, I, ex, 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 my exact comparison that uh, you're making? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is kind of like that. It's kind of like someone completely overcomplicating something for no reason. And everyone's well, like, "Can like, we just go back to before when that was the like case?" Orco. You're like, "No, it's too." late now it's like orc wait orco in he it's holding up orco what is he doing in he-man it's the same thing you're like why is he in he-man can you answer that he's he's there because he needs to be get helped and he needs to be he friends serves with the kids. no purpose in he-man no purpose. he's got to be friends with the kids well there you go that's like a toy person being like how are kids going to relate to that giant strong he's like snarf where it's like the only reason same is thing. like if everyone's so cool, won't the kids be all like, but I wish I was like that. I'm not like that. I'm sniveling and useless. And they're like, well, <laughs> we need to sniveling useless. sniveling useless starve. What could I yeah, do? What could exactly. I do in this Thundercats mansion? He's probably like walking say around. something stupid and bum everybody out. And they're like, well, that's I'm, perfect. I'm we need a character like that. <laughs> Aren't they fighting Mumra, who's super strong? And they have this little idiot. Doesn't he get into the machine and cause a problem? And I'm like, why not get that guy out of there? Like, like throw snarf out for fuck's sake, right? Like Gilligan, just fucking set Gilligan to sail. Like get Gilligan off the fucking island. Everything would be fine. Yeah, no, I agree. Remember Gilligan fouls up every plan and I'm like, he's the problem. <laughs> you idiot, you nitwits. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But uh, what, what, what else should Skipper they can do go to? I think he's kind of an idiot. Oh, what's up? Sure, that's that's Gilligan, but I want to know more about Snarf. Like, what what else should they do with Snarf to to make the show stuff better? them in the uh, compartment? Of this. this is terrible. And maybe that's what causes the problem instead. And instead of it, Snarf messes everything up in the compartment. Well, you could keep. We man, hate Snarf. We stuffed him. You, you know? gotta no, not stuff him. I meant put him in a little cage, keep him in a compartment. Yeah. He'll, oh he'll, yeah, that's what I meant. Anyone. Stuff him in a compartment, not stuff him like taxidermy. No, no. See, yeah, we got to be clear because this that's horrible spencer imagine, Rob loves animals right imagine the consequences of our actions if we didn't clarify rob would be right furious. we get a call like from dr schraub he'd be like i i uh snarf is an animal he uh has a life how dare you <laughs> lolly's not snarf. happy he's <laughs> like lolly's upset he, she loves snarf and lolly's a girl right yeah lolly is a girl yep. lolly is upset what is this on my network? Killing Starf? <laughs> what would uh what would Schraub say if uh Lolly uh met Snarf and they He's became like, friends? Oh Lolly, you you love Snarf, do do you? Well, I can make that happen. And then he does a puppet snarf, you know, with Lolly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like Rob's probably watch he's not watching, so I can say all this, but like I would mm -hmm. never insult Lolly, you know, like not in a million years. I don't think you were insulting Lily. Well, I think everyone, I guess I'm insulting their relationship. That. Yeah, because he's consulting. I think him. you're I don't even think you're insulting. I think you're being absurdist. And it's like if someone's like, wow, he really thinks Rob 
would make a puppet of of snarf for his dog it's like <laughs> he I, would I, yeah that's fine i don't think that anyone has a problem with someone thinking that or <laughs> saying it in public it's probably okay <laughs> this is ridiculous isn't it but i mean i think rob doesn't like snarf i would think i think he'd have a problem mm -hmm. we'll he'd see now like, that what is this in my thundercats what is what is this snarf business <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure shrub did not like snarf we gotta i know he loves cobra right he's really into cobra mm -hmm. um isn't did that cobra weird like snarf -like did you say, figures? oh in cobra there's um kevin can you answer isn't there like a little thing like a cobra has kevin the snarf life character what did cobra have kevin did they have like, like a, a snarf pet snarfish or yeah, like a pet let me let me look. I don't Star remember variety. Um, I think this is interesting, Spencer. GI Joe was the best. I don't know. Is it? I'm asking. Uh, keep going. Keep going. I'll oh, let so, you know. If so it is. I had this conversation with many people and GI Joe seems to be the favorite. Everyone says that's the best cartoon. Like it's written well, you know, mm -hmm. it looks cool. And I remember thinking as a kid that the best one was like the real Ghostbusters. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, like that was the coolest. That wasn't very popular, though, right? A lot of kids don't like it. They, I they were both popular, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, Kevin? Both were popular. I think so. Because real um, Ghostbusters went for years, and so did G.I. Joe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think G.I. Joe probably was a little bit more popular with well, wider the range. Toys, the yeah. Toys is why. There were so it, many toys. There were so many toys, and they were all amazing, right? Like, I had to have them all. I liked them a lot. Um, I don't see a snarf. I mean, there were a lot of animal companions, but I don't see anything that was like iconic. Were, were any of them like, 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 oh, I'm a, I'm not quite an animal, but it's like a popple, you know? Not that I'm seeing. Think, usually bad guys don't have snarfs, you know? Yeah. Well, did Mumra have a snarf? No, no. He, he's, Mumra was like the coolest, craziest villain. He lived in a tomb and shit. He ain't yeah, fucking he like a him. legit mummy. Yeah, he's like a mummy. I, I don't know about you, uh, Spencer, but he's the greatest of all those villains, right? Remember, because he had so. two—he had two stages. He had normal Mumra with the cape, and then all of a sudden he'd get mad, right? And he'd turn into crazy Mumra, and he'd be all blue, and he'd be like, "Yeah!" And like I, as a kid, was scared. I was like, "Oh no, he's second level Mumra now. Like, how are they going to handle that? Like, that's hard for the Thundercats." to mess with yeah it makes sense to have like an alternate form or like a super armor that you could put on for like a kid's show or whatever but it did seem like he was like no i have two full like i'm a i'm a final boss in a video game and i have two forms i have the first form important. like the action figure it's my favorite yeah he just, just seemed like, like way too scary though for like a kid's cartoon didn't he like like more yeah. than like other cartoons like just that's why i liked him because all right the guy from silverhawks was pretty scary monstar yeah, I don't remember Monstar, but I just the the Thundercats they they looked, I mean the adult Thundercats I guess looked like kind of serious heroes or whatever, but no, they, they just looked like cartoon. They had characters. like underwear. They were like wearing underwear. But yeah, that's what I'm saying is they're like cartoon <laughs> characters, and then the Mumra is just a fucking a horror creature. You know? Well, he was like I remember his cartoon like when they cut to him, he had minions that looked like they were from like Lord of the Rings, and I was sort of blown away. I was like, oh man, it's like fantasy this is awesome like i was really into that so i like thundercats the most that's what we're getting to here thundercats as a kid was my favorite you watch any of the remake stuff i don't like that stuff i like the first remake was good it was the like anime Network. one yeah. yeah that one was fucking awesome it was mm -hmm. it, and it was great it was short-lived was snarf in that one i think so i don't think he was annoying though i think he was more like 
he he accompanied everybody. Yeah, I, <laughs> they should make one where Snarf is like really serious, like he's he like <laughs> is just a serious character with like sunglasses, and he's like really ripped. You know, he he's just like, like a, but he's like, still small, but. I like you that know? he's cool, like Joe Cool. Like he's just a, a badass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, like when he showed, like, like uh, Scrappy. Oh, Scrappy was annoying, but like shows up and just beats up the bad guys. And they're like, "Thanks, Snarf." <laughs> like, yeah. good thing you're here, you know. Yeah. Man. They should have shifted the show and made it more like Snarf, Snarfific. It would have probably worked. <laughs> <laughs> they should have made it more Snarfific. Like you said, give him glasses, make him cool. Like he shows up, like, like, like Heathcliff, and just beats the shit out of everybody. Yeah, That's remember what Heathcliff, Heathcliff does. The the show is based on he's like Garfield, but he just beats the shit out of like uh, dogs, yeah. right? That was his angle. And as a kid, I bought it. I'm like, yeah, sure, he's a tough guy. But now you're like, well, that's not good. You like, mean like the TV show, right? The cartoon show. Yeah, the cartoon. Remember, the show was like, oh, here he comes. And he just beats the shit out of dogs and gets like food and fu- and fucks the you know che- cheats the kids out of their like allowance and stuff. Like he's an asshole. Like he's a total asshole. He- Heathcliff loves fighting dogs and cheating kids. He just right, Kevin. Doesn't he like che- get the kids money and shit? Yeah, yeah. He's like nodding. He's always cheating the kids. But and he's getting food and he has that annoying laugh. Like <laughs> yeah. It did uh, suck, Bell but yeah. what about what about freaking Top Cat though? Remember Top Cat? I don't like Top Cat. I I never watched it. It didn't look good. It just looked like boring, right? That show was. It felt like it felt I'm like so- Heathcliff doing Heathcliff. Like no, you know? Heath Heathcliff had like a cool theme song, and then Heathcliff no, had a. Uh, but like Heathcliff's like bullshit, like Garfield kind of, you know. And Top Cat felt like kind of even more bullshit, kind of like here's another fucking. He was the seventies kind of version, so he was like a pimp or something. But I, I wasn't into it. Like I, I liked Flintstones so much and Jetsons, and probably Yogi, but that's about it. Like with Hanna yeah. Barbera. Oh, I love Wacky Races, but yeah, that was that was. Most of their cartoons are just copies of the other ones. Like Scooby Doo is like. There's like ten Scooby Doo's, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there still are, you know. They're There's the one with the shark, you know, and I'm like, well, it's Scooby Doo light. It's not. And as the one with the fun. sand buggy is that the same one as the one with the shark? That's a different one, I think. That's a third one, right? Yeah. Isn't that right, Kevin? Or Kevin would know. I, it I might be the same know. one. Yeah. It might be the same one. Yeah. There's one where they're all like Okies, like they're all just like white trash idiots that live in the mountains. <laughs> You heard of that one? And it's like a family, right, Kevin? And then they, they're like solving mysteries. Oh, no. Right, Sounds Kevin. familiar. No, no, they're ghosts. So they're ghost fucking hillbillies. And it's like just like Scooby-Doo. Like they just solve that crime. sounds familiar. I can't remember the what name the f- of it. What the fuck were they doing? No, but I remember the Heathcliff and Top Cat. They both had the same thing where it felt like they were in charge of a gang, and they yeah. kind of come up and they'd be like, "What's up, boys?" And they would be like, "What are we gonna <laughs> do?" And they're like, "We're gonna eat a fish." I know. As a kid, I was mad because I liked Sylvester or Tom and Jerry, but I didn't <laughs> like the Heathcliffs and the Top Cats. Like you said, like it's like shitty Garfield. You know, they're like they just run around the muck and fucking cause trouble. Yeah, they weren't even like real cartoons, you know. They were based on like comics and stuff. But Tom and Jerry, that's that's real that's, cartoons. That's solid cartooning right there, man. 
You can't get yeah. enough. I love that shit. <laughs> I could watch Tom and Jerry any time of the day because back in the day, if it was on, I just watched it. It was funny to me. It's so simple, but it's so effective. I don't know. Yeah. Is this dead yeah. air? Hey, uh, so I earlier was ranting, but I don't want to get into it, but I was watching Poker Face. And have you two seen it, the show? I have not. Kevin, you haven't watched. Kevin, you got to watch Poker Face. Okay. okay. Let me set the stage hey, just me. a little bit. Okay. There's a woman, and she's not a freaking cop because cops are bad now, and we don't like cops anymore. <laughs> but she does care about justice, but it's not because she's a Karen. No, no, she's not a Karen. What? She's just minding her own business, living her life and being in a place. It, uh, a little weird. She's just being in a place, Abed. And then a crime happens and she can't help but get involved. You know why? Cause she's got a little talent, a talent to perfectly be able to tell if someone is lying. And so if she is just so much as hears a false statement uttered, she's like, holy crap, something's going on here. And so she finds herself being a Columbo like figure, despite not being a cop because cops are bad and we don't like cops anymore, but is still essentially just a cop (laughs) solving crimes. (laughs) And she's poker face because she could tell if people are lying. Is that right? Abed, is that accurate? Did you write that? I wrote that. Yeah. It, it just seemed like you were performing a soliloquy. Yeah, I feel like my life is often performing a soliloquy most of the time. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> talking in a corner and no one's paying well, attention. Well, do, you know? does it, don't you think highly of yourself to be spouting soliloquies like it's nothing? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm saying that I'm lonely and no one listens to me. But you know. <laughs> All right. That's kind of a dark turn there. Oh man, I'm a dark guy. How many times you got? Speaking of darkness, you had recently had Jeff Davis on the show, huh? Oh, uh, yes, I did. Uh, he was wonderful on, on the Abed Hour, and he's a good guest. You, go, you and Jeff go back a while, huh? Oh yeah, I've known him for probably, I'd say about fifteen years, maybe. Maybe You'd say longer. you know some of his darkest secrets. I. I don't know his secrets, but if I did, they're not mine to share. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So, why would you want to have him on? You were just like, man. I oh, because Jeff. we, uh, we haven't about- t- we haven't talked yeah. in a while, and uh, and I also want to apologize because at the time he didn't have your number, see. So he asked to call you from my phone, and I thought it, it would be funny if I, you know, he just talks when he calls, and then it he was did. pretty funny. Yeah, that's great. I loved it. But I was setting up my show, so I was so busy. So he's distracting me because he was on the set and he had to clear the set. And I had to be like, when I grabbed the phone, I was like, we, we were about to go live in like a minute. Yeah, it sounds so like that. It. That's you, like what you, you missed of like, I didn't want to seem like I was rude. No, no, I, I could tell that was happening. It's totally cool. You, okay. you said on the phone, you said he'll call you back. But you want to know something. He never called me back. Did he call your show back? That's true. He did. <laughs> he did call me back. <laughs> yeah, because he was sense. doing my show. <laughs> no, but I meant I thought he was going to call me back from your phone again because you know. No, I'm doing a show. He can't do no, that. No, you had you finished the show. You had finished the show. Oh well, that's on him, isn't it? Like I just yeah, I'm not the- saying it's on. I'm not saying it's on anybody. I'm just yeah. I mean, if know. he didn't call you back, I can't be responsible for. 
who he calls. Well, <laughs> I'm hold not on, the boss Kevin, of him. Do we think? Do we think Abed should be held responsible for who Jeff calls? I, I don't. I don't think anyone can hold anybody responsible for who Jeff. Well, calls. let me just say that Jeff never said he would call me back. Oh, I did. Abed said Jeff true, would come back. So true. I think maybe we should hold well, My head is doing seven different things, Spencer, like a minute before the show. So I can't completely, you can't take that to, to heart. You know, it's like. Oh, trust me. I know. You know, I mean, you've seen a bit of the high end scenes for what it's like over here. But yeah, I know what it's like to run. I've a live gotten show, over 30,000 know? viewers. So I get a little scared and freaked out. And especially because that show of mine is wacky. And like, yeah, nothing, it's, ma- nothing makes sense. How do you know like what you're going to how do you make it like it's it's so there's so much randomness baked into it. How do you make sure it's uh, like, because if you, know. you try to make sense of, of the chaos, you'll only be chasing your tail. You have to give in to the flow of wherever the chaos leads. I'm sorry so to sound that way. To, I sound no, all, I just, like mysterious and shit, but I, I know from doing this stuff for a while that what works and what doesn't for me, for me, the more you plan, the less it works. You really need mm-hmm. to plan a little bit, but then give room for something that might be more interesting later. Otherwise, so what kind of planning do you do? I do. I do. A, as Kevin knows, all I do is I research my guests, but then I'll find clips of their work or maybe something interesting to talk about. So mm-hmm. the best, the, the, the only advice I can give anyone doing this is you need to overproduce because if you overproduce, you get at least some of what you, you plan. But if you underproduce, then you fuck up because you're like, I could have done that. And I could have done this. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So so you, so you research your guest. How, how do you determine like what kind of guests you want to even have on the show? Well, I would say have get, a guest get people. I would say have guests that you're interested in, because if it's just someone that you're just going to talk to because they're famous or a friend of a friend, you're not going to have a good show. Like you have to be invested. Mm-hmm. I call it guest so, vested. Gavested. I, you don't call it that. Come on, bro. Well, uh, all right. <laughs> we gotta tell be me, real. Geez. We gotta be real to the audience, man. We can't be lying to them and telling them. I, I sort of have my own terminology on the set. Yeah, people know Come what on. I'm saying. You, Are you, you kidding, dude? You, if you want something done, you gotta do it that way. You can't be saying normal words. You gotta say guest vested. Well, you gotta the say whole. like magic time, and you gotta say like you know the big bow. Or pow, sorry, pow. I say bow. What's pow. the big pow? The big pow is when there's a moment that everyone feels and we all go for it. And and if and if you feel bad later, it was the big pow. That's your excuse. When where does that you gotta come lock from? into the big pow? Uh, you don't do a lot of drugs, do you, uh, Spencer? No. Is it you know when you do term? drugs? I mean, I that's that's the only way I can describe it. Like you know when you do drugs and there's the moment when you feel like the acid or whatever you're doing hits. It's called sure. the big pow. So it's like that. It's like, there's no way to describe it. It's of the moment. It's sort of like just like, you know, the power of now, like that kind of shit where it's like, yeah. you seize what's in the air and you, and you, and you just don't let go. The big so pow. The, at the start, I thought you were saying like, oh, this is a, like a show business term, like a Hollywood term, the big pow, you know, you're, you're, oh, I'm no, sorry, no, the big not. pow, but it's, it sounds like this is your interpretation of your own conception of a drug thing that happens. <laughs> no, it's not. A, I was using that as an analogy, my friend. So like, let's say you're going to, uh, a, what is it? A uh, meeting or something, right? Uh-huh. And when you're at the meeting, is there ever a moment 
where everything falls into place in your mind and you just know you're onto something? It's like uh, a eureka moment. Sure. And, and you can't describe where it comes from or how it got there. You just feel it. Like any mm -hmm. normal human, no matter their intelligence, feels it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'd say that's a big pow because that's like a moment of like of clarity of, of conception that you can't even predict or plan, you know? And so it might've been when you came term? up with Harmon quest. What's that? So is that a drug term? No, it's not a, a drug term. Show? It's, it's, it's not, a, it's just, you're using it. I use it on the set. Moment. I use it on the set to, to teach a lot of like, we have interns there and stuff. So I have to be like behave and stuff. But anyway, you have to really inspire people, and I try to tell them about that, of grabbing the big pal and not letting go. And um, I hope that it sinks in, you know. Kevin, we got to get some interns, I think. Yeah, okay. yeah. You really do, but, man. I mean, I feel like I, I was at uh, my hometown over the break, and the greatest feeling in the world was when I talked to a black belt class about, like, st sticking to, uh, like, something, like going for your dreams or whatever. Because they had me there because they thought of me as a success, even though I drove like a beat up Nissan. And I, I didn't in martial arts. No, because I didn't even get my black belt is the thing. What so, were you sticking to? Well, see, I told them that don't follow exactly what I did. Oh, like don't do what I did. Stick to it. Stick to what? Yes. Don't end up like me. Yeah. Was that okay. the ultimate joke? Maybe. I don't know. There was a joke, but uh, there was a joke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I thought this um, was a real story about the karate. No, class. no, I really, I really went to karate class and talked to some young uh, kids. I basically went there, and it was inspire them. Was the so thing. when you're talking to the interns on the production, do they know what the big pow is, or do you have? Well, to explain? I have to explain it. I mean, you explain okay. it once, okay, and yeah. you hope it sinks in that someone's listening, right? That when okay. you say it later, no one's confused. You know, yeah, like yeah. Kevin right now is confused right by the whole thing. I think Kevin's starting to get it. I think he's starting no, no, to he's, get his head around I, it. Kevin's, Kevin totally has an idea, but I think mm -hmm. Kevin, you have a question. No, no, I'm I'm just entranced. Keep, please Kevin, keep you going. have a question? Let's <laughs> go, so, Abed. Kevin How Cam? old are you, Abed? Uh, are you allowed to say? I, you know what? I, I got advice, and I'm going to use that advice. I am... Plead the fifth? No, no. Give me a second. I'm 37. Okay. So <laughs> I'm... It's actually I'm not pretty close to my birthday. Well... I didn't want to break the illusion. You know, I wanted to let that ball be in your court. You know, you have the thanks power for to giving me that. the illusion. Thank you. But because can you imagine if you're like, I'm 37. I was like this motherfucker. He's 66 or whatever. You know, and I, I also like, ah. didn't look at the clock and think add one to it. I didn't think that <laughs> the clock is at 36 right now. Can but people see the clock at home? Think, I wish they could, but I don't think they can. Sometimes no, they do on my show and I kind of love it. Because I think it they would, be you see if, me go like, Ooh. <laughs> we needed to look like 24 or something, you know, but it would be cool if we had like a 24 style kind of, you know, I used clock. to watch 24. It was my favorite show back in the day, but it was my secret shame. Why? Because everyone was like, oh, why do you watch that dumb? It was like season five. Like no one's watching it, but oh, I was like, people just don't like it. Yeah, I was so into it, man. I, I was captivated. I don't know. Were you? Uh, I would, I don't know what season I was into, but I, there was definitely seasons of that show where I liked it. I, I like, like when they were chasing the Middle it. Eastern people, like they were because they were <laughs> terrorists. Like that was great. Why My do, favorite. Well, speaking of which, you hear this new uh, Hogwarts Legacy game? I oh, 
So cool you mentioned this because I had to buy a different system to get the game. Oh, no, Abed, you have the game? I don't have the game. Oh, I, no, Abed, I, it's for TERFs. It's for TERFs, Abed. What are TERFs? TERFs are people who don't like trans people, Abed. I bought the system because I was curious about the game. I haven't bought the game. Hey, you can buy the game. You know, don't I'm not buying the game. Don't tell people if you do. I don't didn't know them. that, so I won't buy the game. You know about on J. the J. record. Rowling. I will buy She's the game. A notorious, I'm not. I was a big Harry Potter her. fan. I used to. Be. Hey, we're all Harry Potter fans. <laughs> Everyone loves Harry Potter, but the 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 famous book series written by Have the notorious seen, uh, turf J.K. Rowling. Check this out. Have you seen a uh, Harry Potter parking lot? No. Okay, so this goes well. First of all, Heavy Metal Parking Lot is the Blu-ray I got. Johnny Ryan did this cover, but there's Harry Potter Parking Lot, and they just go to a okay. parking lot and interview Harry Potter fans. It's amazing. And it's you can amazing. See, well, it's it's like in the heyday of Harry Potter. So to see these maniacs is being great. crazy about it. Well, yeah. the Neil Diamond Parking Lot is great. Have you seen that, Kevin? It's like no a, a field of Golden Girls, like real Golden <laughs> Girls. Like it's like not, they're all into Neil Diamond. Like all of them know know his songs. You know, I only know Cracklin' Rosie and whatever that other song is. Is this sort of like? Did you see the movie Trekkies? It's like that. Yes, it's okay. exactly like that. Heavy Metal Parking Lot is Judas Priest fans. But okay, that's what I bought this for because that's amazing. That's like in '86 at the Judas Priest concert. They don't even show the concert. They just show the people in the in the fucking parking lot, and they're animals. They're just like. The most white trash, idiotic, like, yeah, dude, priest. Like, it's so great. It's like Daisy Confused, you know, like real life. You'd love it, Spencer. You'd watch it. A field of golden girls. Well, that's like this Nick at night. (laughs) Dude, golden girls is awesome. Like, I don't know what that person's smoking, you know? Yeah. Great show. You know, someone the other day thanked me because they're watching it now and they love it. (laughs) They said, they go, how'd they thank you? I think it was a fan of of Harmontown. Um, How'd they thank you? Was it on Twitter? Well, I went. Uh, I did a melonade thing. Like it was like four a.m. Kevin, and he was mm-hmm. the only one there. And it was me and a few other people. They were Harmontown fans. Like who's so the one melonade got- is a streaming show you do on Instagram Live, right? But I never do it. I I did it like years ago. Like I used to do it years ago, and I don't do it and anymore. You did this at four in the morning. I was like bored. I couldn't sleep, and and. And then I was just trying to talk to my friend. So uh-huh. I went on there so he would come on and he didn't come on. And so I talked to this guy that was a fan of Harmontown and he was very right, interesting. Right. He's like works with lighting and stuff um, mm. like on movies. So we talked for a while. Oh, where was this going? He, we talked about, oh, he was watching Golden Girls, Golden Girls. And, he, and he thanked yeah. me because he loves it. That's like a Jeff story. You know how Jeff has the stories and people thank him at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends with uh the guy thanked me and uh what were you talking about spencer <laughs> exactly exactly we just had jeff on because he was doing your show and uh well, how it's actually was thanks to you yeah it was okay was he? you know uh we, well what's the deal is he is he the so he's on the logo of the show right yeah but you he can hasn't see done- that the audience can't see that but it's behind the clock that we're always looking at as you can see our faces but he hasn't been on the show you uh you were saying for what six months yeah i, I don't i don't Is that about 30 episodes or something like 40 it's a lot yeah it's more than half i think yeah well <laughs> more than half so do you feel well okay um i mean you could change the logo is it is it now it's kevin and, and spencer which i think that's a show you got something there 
Yeah, what what do you think about uh just like blacking Jeff's face out and putting a question mark over it? Well, so I would like Kevin's is... face would be good. Yeah, I think everyone wants Kevin's face, but Well, you could just change I, I the hairstyle. I don't want my face though. Kevin, and even you if could you change did, the hairstyle. I don't know if that would be good for my ego. And put the Kevin uh shadow, the the non-shavy shadow that he has. Put a tiny 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 picture of me just like in your eye you know like in the little pupil of your eye that would be great i like that and they cross out we, jeff <laughs> i think if we just kind of like lighten the color of jeff's hair and squashed it down a little bit with that's like, what i'm transform saying. you just I'm squash it down and like you were saying yeah you give him the five o'clock shadow and i think i think it reads good enough as kevin you know it's not then perfect, it's kevin but, yeah because you know. i like the show with you two uh, as much as i like the show with jeff and spencer and and kevin because yeah. i think I think you guys evolved like you had a show with Jeff, but he's obviously t too busy, but he's just too nice to tell you. And Kevin's a good replacement. You know, it's like he fits. I think he's got some, like Kevin's got some interesting stories. I like your attitude. The idea that he's too nice to tell me. <laughs> well, obviously, I mean, he's not doing your show for a reason. I don't no, know. Why. I know. Right. I don't know. Why. I, know. I don't just, know what his a deal terrible is. interpretation. I just well, I don't know what his deal is because so... he's too mean to tell me or something. He's not mean. He's the nicest. You know guy. how mean Jeff is. <laughs> we all know how mean I, Jeff is. I, I've I've heard, but he's been nothing but fantastic to me. And you're one I of should... his oldest friends, as we established earlier on the show. He's always so fucking polite and cordial. Like to me, he is a true classy person. Yeah, he's a class act, wouldn't you say? I have another friend like him. And they're the same. They're, they need to be hanging out because it's like they both wear suits. They're super slick. They're funny, but they're also like super attentive. Like they're not just bullshitting you. You know what I mean? I mean, I have to admit, anytime Jeff is doing a show anywhere near me, he'll just text me with like, your name is on the guest list if you want to come. Oh, yeah. Which, he's a sweetheart. You know, which he's is absolute... which is not something I, I, I expected. Just, you know, I because after like Harmontown ended, I hadn't talked to him in forever. And oh, even during a... Harmontown, I never really talked to him. So that, I thought saying. that was always very nice. Um, Kevin, exactly. He's always been very good to me and friendly. And, I, and I've always been like nice to him. Uh, but I, that's why I had him on. I wasn't trying to like step on anyone's toes. Honestly, back in the day, Kevin said to have him on. Remember, Kevin? I did. Yes. Yeah. So this is all Kevin's fault <laughs> is what we're finding out. Well, I think we can all circle around to the Kevin being the cause. Mm hmm. I think we can all circle around to that. Yeah, he's like stirring the pot somehow. I think Kevin was like, "Oh, Abed, uh, Spencer is not happy with this. He he wants to call in, <laughs> mm -hmm. like almost like suggesting I I call you during the show." And what happened was I couldn't do that because I had another uh, I had a situation to deal with. And it, it I don't just, think I don't think tech wise, I don't know if we could have pulled that off. That might we could have pulled that off limits. We can't take calls on the show. I know that. And Kevin is, a, is being. A great producer so i i gotta yeah. make sure i uh, tell you that kevin i'm not making fun of you thank you you're, you're absolutely amazing and you know what you're doing but i felt like me whatever you guys have with jeff is it my show really yeah no you calling us during our show wouldn't be your show yeah <laughs> it would just be like like what is this this is just like adults bickering that's now that's a show that's what this this podcast should be called is it well that's kind of like i grew up where adults just bickered like it was all day long and that's the problem is you go you're oh i'm supposed to admire these idiots like why they just bicker mm -hmm. you know i don't see but like that movie ordinary people it's like it's just arguing isn't it probably so, yeah. <laughs> pretty insulting i never saw the filmmaker. 
Uh, you know, you know, I'll I'll pivot. Uh, I think that show Poker Face is actually pretty good, but it could be a lot better. I'll put it that. Oh way. yeah, what's your complaint with it? My complaint is that she's not a cop because you said that earlier. Because if the person's not a cop and they're not like in Murder She Wrote, where Angela Lansbury, it, she is a mystery writer. She belongs there. She knows murder. But this character in Poker Face, yeah. The character in Poker Face has no business to be there. No business to meddle. She's a meddler. And I don't like meddlers. I get mad when I'm like, this person's sniffing around. They're going to get killed, you know? Sure. Like, you don't sniff around murderers and be like, I know what you're doing. If you're not a cop, like, that's like, shoot me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but you it's know, not if realistic. you think about it, though, it's not you don't like meddling. But isn't crime the original meddling? You know, well, crime is like it, it's with the situation. If the situation dictates it, and the person's justified. You can justify mm-hmm. crime. You can't justify someone just hanging around being like, "Yeah, I think you murdered somebody. I don't know how, but I'll I'll find out." You and got it's a like, good poker face. Yeah, like I. But also, it seems like if you're watching the show more, like. It's let she's not even using her power. It's like that was like an afterthought. Well, her power gen- generally is like how she connects to the story because if she didn't hear someone That's a power. say, well, yeah, that if just she, sounds she, like writing. She a hundred percent has a power, but if she didn't, if she didn't happen across someone What's saying her something, power. If tell she me her power. I explained that earlier. She has the power to tell if people are lying, like a human. Uh, That's not a power. First That's of all, just called is. instinct, and like, like when you the, the dealers instinct can it, be a power. The dealers Wait, so in d- Vegas have it. Does she that have some like superhero power, or is she just into it? That's what I'm that saying. Way. It's unclear, and it's really like doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's not unclear. It's really it is clear. unclear. Okay, so Kevin, you know how there's television where it's like, here's television. Here's the X Men. The X Men were born in '86, and here's the X Men. And now I'm here. I'm the X Men. I'm the X Men. It's the X Men show. Yeah. And then there's also the show that's like, I'm Goody Buckingham. I'm a good old <laughs> boy, and I also talk to ghosts sometimes. I want to watch you know? that show. And it's like. So there's there's shows where it's like there's a supernatural element which is the only part of the show it's supernatural it doesn't change what the show is you know and you're like okay if this is the buy we get it and that's the buy it's like no one would ever have this level of ability to tell lies but because she does she hears someone holding a ladder and is like shame what happened to mrs wilson and they're like why is this lady lying about a shame what happened to Mrs. Wilson? And then be, she's gets interested and then it turns out that she's involved with a crime. And so it's like the only reason she gets caught up in these stories is because of her power draws them into it. That wouldn't draw a normal person because they wouldn't have the sense to know that that was a, a hook hooking them into a crime. You know, they would just hear yeah. someone saying a completely understandable sentence. Right. This is what I think. Um, if you're going to do a, sh- they're obviously trying to make Columbo because she is a fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's very Columbo. It's very, she's very by old she, kind of detective shows, but they're getting it wrong in the sense that she's not a cop and the murder that happens is not actually like doesn't make sense. It's just a shitty person making a murder in the show. Columbo, he's after rich people who are mm-hmm. always murdering and getting away with it all the time. So He's always going after rich people. And this she's going after fucking assholes that are like working in a convenience store. Like that guy, of course, is a murderer. 
But the people that are high up in society murdering and getting away with it, you should be going after them. And it makes Columbo more interesting because he's like this downtrodden dude. You don't expect to solve the crime, but he knows because he's savvy and he's been on the streets for years. So he can and figure he out asks a murder. one more thing. Well, that's his superpower is that that's his know. power. Right. My f- <laughs> it's leaving a room and then coming back. It's like it's called the power because no one does that. Like if you did that, Spencer, I would be like, Spencer's sketchy because he keeps like coming right back. Like I'd yeah. be on to you, is what I'm saying. I don't trust that Spencer. He always has one more thing. Every yeah, why doesn't he just say everything? Why does he have to add the uh, what is it? A postscript? P.S. I hate P.S. because yeah. I'm like, you're writing something, put it in the fucking letter. The P.S. is like an afterthought of like, I should have said this. It's like, yeah, that's you, right. You should have. Try don't again next time. It. Maybe don't make a PS because it's like, oh, PS, in case I didn't say it before. And I'm like, you idiot, you wrote the letter. What is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. And we'll be mad. right back with more Abed gets mad on that. Happy attacking letters. Like, no one's writing letters. <laughs> Abed gets mad is sponsored by King Roll Joints. When you need the joints and you got the terpenes, remember when we were talking about terpenes earlier? That's and a more back. interesting subject. Yeah. It's, you know, back. it's a more interesting subject is this Hogwarts legacy. Well, so, I want to know what, why are you accusing me of buying the game? I didn't. I just wanted to know if you played it. Had played I it. haven't played it. I haven't bought the game. I don't. Play <laughs> this isn't gotcha journalism. It, it I was going to bring up pointed. this game, and then it turned so out that you had you more it. information than I expected about oh, wait, that I, game. Yeah, I, mean, I thought you you said though you you just had you had to buy a new system to be able to play it. Yeah. If if I play it, I haven't. Okay. But I I want the I would like the option. Is what I should okay, say. let me just pose a theory. This is my poker face. I also moment. needed a Blu-ray. Let me say this. I needed a Blu-ray player, and I was like, don't buy a Blu-ray player. Buy a, an Xbox. So buy an Xbox. I think Abed has no interest in this game, and he was going to get a system at some point, and he heard right. me saying the question. I and wanted he thought to play I was coming in to accuse him of something. I was like, Monkey I'm going to get the game. I'm going to get the console for the game. I'm going to get it. And then I was like, oh, ho. Gotcha. And then he pivoted. He was like, no he, way. I was trying to not get gotcha. Now you're gotcha-ing me because yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, I don't think that that's not where I was coming it. from. Yeah, but it's you like were, you, you, you were saw loading it as the a question. Trap, but you I were like you said, Sam, you were loading the gun and, and pointing at my head. And when I oh, when see, I moved slightly, you were like, Holy shit, I'm shooting at you. You interpreted that and then you reacted, and your reaction made me go, like, wait a minute, <laughs> something's going on. And then it's like, oh, He's dodging around my gun, and it turns out that I'm holding the gun out. This is crazy. You are holding a gun out. No, this is like a cancel gun, and, and I'm yeah, trying to avoid your shooting. Because I told I you, think, we were trying to get you canceled today. That's that's why we I'll have- I'll give you the God honest truth. The God honest truth, because we're all Christians here. So let's sure. all, be, all be loyal to the God. Was it Jesus Christ they like? You recently like? said on this very podcast that you don't believe in heaven, but you do believe in the Christian God. Go ahead. Well, I believe that there's a Christian. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't believe in any of that bullshit. I, see what I did? See, I pivoted. That's the thing, man. You're just I pivoted lying. to the side. Always, you pivot no. to lies. <laughs> I just pivot. It's not a lie. It's like a deception of like for a second. And then you. Right. There. No, it's a deception. It's not. You're not lying to lie. You're lying because you need something in the moment. And what you grab for happened to not be true this time. You know, well, but that's I have the blanket. I have the super blanket of comedy. It's it's covering it all in, in humor. So it's sure. encasing it into a humor shell. So it's like an M&M, like you're really eating a peanut, 
but you get the deception of the chocolate. See, but those yeah. motherfuckers are making you eat all the peanuts. It's a trick. Well, I like eating the peanuts. I don't. I don't well, know. That's if it's my a trick. favorite one. But I, I let's just get past that because, like, let's yeah. Let's. What about the sexy woman one with shoes? That's that's my favorite Eminem. See, there anyway, you go. Another gun. Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. This is like a machine gun. It like has you like might, several barrels. <laughs> you might know of, of, of J.K. Rowling as a notorious turf, but did you know she's actually, or not actually, did, but what she's is a also turf? a notorious... See, I don't even know what that is. Well, let's move past it. Did you know she's also a notorious anti-Semite, Abed? I mean, she might be a lot of things, but I mean, I like, I like Oasis and their assholes. You know? Hey, man, I'm not like, I wouldn't hang Oasis. out with Oasis, but like, their I, music's I, good. I, yeah, Wonderwall. Are you kidding me? That's not even that, the best song. I'm man. your wonder. I'm literally your wonder. Wall. That song kind of sucks, man. So how's like bad? Somebody, no, no, it's good. You like love fool of the cardigans and that's their worst song. What's your question? Uh, uh, Kevin, how bad does like a creator have to be for you to no longer like support? This is works? super interesting because with Louis CK, <laughs> I, I was like a massive fan of his, right? Like a big right. fan. I don't even want to go touch the Cosby thing. And I was like, sort of like, oh, no yeah, one said anything about Cosby. No, because that's another arena. You don't even, I don't even want to go Wait, near it. We weren't going to go near it. And then you brought it up. I did bring it up, didn't I? Okay, go ahead. Go, I'll sorry, say this go that like I was a massive Louis C.K. fan. And at a certain point, I, I did feel that his comedy was like, was like sort of luring me into to trust him. You know, like something about yeah. it felt really creepy to me. So I, I stopped. I wasn't a fan anymore, but I feel bad, too, because I guess I don't feel bad about that. But um, with J.K. <laughs> Roiling, it's a similar situation, but I won't lie and say that I was front and center with all those Harry Potter. I was buying the books. I was waiting in line. Um, so in that situation, I don't feel deceived necessarily. I'd say that it's troubling how she's do she is or saying all these things however harry potter's like a really well done like story and it had good lessons in it it got kids to read but i can't say i'm a fan of her i can't say i'm a fan of what she stands for there you go even if you don't know what turfs are you can't i don't say you're a fan i don't care it. to know but if you want to tell me fine Oh, I will. But we got to talk about the anti-Semitism first, because <laughs> oh, in, God. in her it's a, books, it's a heavy barreled machine gun. That he's yeah, fighting. it is. In her books, goblins are very like anti-Semitic caricatures. They're they uh, they own all the banks. And in the movies, there's the bank. You go see them in the bank and they, they look like Jewish people. No, they're goblins, though. They're not. They're goblins. You're describing. <laughs> A stereotype but when i see that movie i see goblins i don't see that so right that is you placing it on it you see what i'm saying no, that's the that's the problem with with a lot of this stuff is she well, just created goblins who are bankers Goblin if they pull. seem jewish that's all on you so no, you might you be the racist you one you can't put Jew, jewish <laughs> you like what i did there kevin put, you can't put you can't put goblins in a big bag with a big star of david yeah, you're a, you're the a goblins Dude, like Spencer, I'm shocked. Locks. I'm shocked. I, you, you being a, I'm gonna say I'm not shocked. You being a dungeon fun. master. Sorry, I'm talking over you. You being no, a dungeon no. master, shouldn't you love goblins and defend them to the day you die? Yeah, I like goblins. What's the problem here? 
The problem is these goblins are specific anti-Semitic tropes. They're not. That's uh, a trope that someone put on it, and it's not true or real. It's in some maniac's mind. It's not the truth or, or reality. Sorry to right. Yeah. But what if I'm not defending J.K. Rowling here? I'm you, just trying you to say you literally are. You I'm literally not. Are doing that. I'm defending those goblins because I think they are goblins, and and anyone that says like, oh, it's like a Jewish person, no. I don't know why you would say that. It's just strange. Right, because you're not you're trying on to, the subject. Well, you're trying to equate some kind of racism to it, and it doesn't work on me because I think it's hogwash to say that. Hogwarts hogwash. <laughs> and you think racism is a, is a trick people are trying to pull on you. Is that correct? No, I just think that you know we're all getting crazy, right? It's like I can look at Indiana Jones and say he's racist, you know, and you'll be yeah, like, sure well, how? And you'll be like how things of that and i could probably make a good argument but does that make it true you know i took a class spencer you'll love this and i, mm. I took this is like jeff davis now you'll love this spencer <laughs> uh listen up i took a class the guy that taught the class he talked about documentaries and how evil they are he talked about what's rampant now is that people watch these youtube videos to have deep dives and it's mm. giving them information but it's skewed it's by someone sure. who has an opinion and that opinion is heavily influenced by i don't know what but it's not truth so you're getting truth nuggets that aren't necessarily true right but what if i had told you our entire world has been like that for 50 to 60 years and everything that you think you know about the world is also just that oh like you know? the berenstein bears thing yeah that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah. no i keep that keeps coming up though but it's true it's like look at that and think we really don't know what's happening or have control of things Right, but like I said, you know, oh, you could just look in the thing and everybody's have a, has a bias and you don't know what it's like. But you're also saying that like, oh, this anti-Semitism thing, that can't be real. But you're saying that because you've also internalized a lot of people's biases that push you towards thinking thinking things like that, you know? Well, I just think you got to separate not only the artist from the art, but you also have to go, you have to go, did she really intend that? I don't think so right and that's that, that's, what it's, feels, <laughs> that's well, what it's about that's what it's about here spencer it's like we, it feels we like your organic your organic thought process is a lot like what you'd expect if you wanted to like if you like told a chatbot to come up with a way to make excuses for why this is maybe not as bad calling as me a chatbot that i have just like a robotic mind or something i am that saying that the said? way the way you're processing this is a lot like someone who's like grasping at straws going through the flow chart of how to not find a problem with it does that make sense i i don't i don't understand what you're saying that is that is awful if you think that because i am a <laughs> rational human being and and i try to have emotion and, and and thinking behind anything i think or say i i truly do and i think that maybe you're placing that on me because you're just you're looking at chatbots all the time so you're now like you're a chatbot you're a chatbot like how can you not be your your mind be riddled with questions when you talk to people like am i talking to that person for real like the paranoid one is you i'm normal i'm a very together man i've never been more together in my life you know and i also yeah, love a no, good laugh I think, see I think. <laughs> nobody loves a good laugh more than me yeah ahaha uh ahaha -huh, uh -huh. I don't know. But that's man. a clip for for later when it's like on this on the that happens. Things get a little crazy. Tony and Angela <laughs> are about to learn. 
notes from that. <laughs> Spencer and Abed get a little interesting lesson in anti-Semitic tropes. And then it should play me, but you, you replay it, and then it's like, whoop, like a slide whistle. And then it shows Spencer going like, ha, woo. You're like, that was a hot one. Tune in and we'll find out how it goes. I'm Spencer Crittenden. <laughs> yeah. And you need a sign-off thing. Like, you should always say like the, you know how Wesley Willis does Rock and Roll McDonald's? Sure. Yeah, like rock that. over London, rock on yes. Chicago. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. So did you ever see the documentary about him? No. Like what he does? You got to watch it, dude. You've seen it, right, Kevin? I feel like we talked about this. I think so. Yeah. Yes. It was on Amazon. I was like late at night watching stuff. I, I need, I was bored and I was like, I watched the image documentary. I watched the uh, Chris Claremont who created the X-Men. That was interesting. And I found the Wesley Willis documentary and I was like, wow, I wonder what he's like. It was fucking amazing. It was like heavy metal parking lot, like watching a crazy person just operate, you know? And I, I loved him more. I was just baffled by his life. So yeah, good. what was he like? He seems like he just hangs out like in a is. like he hangs out in this like Kinko's and is just making his albums and printing them out. And it's like it's so good. You've seen it, right, Kevin? It's great. Yeah, it's like yeah. twenty minutes long, and it's nonsensical and weird, like he is. But I never knew what he looked like or what he was like. I just heard all the songs. I was a big fan. Um, mm -hmm. I know it's bad. Whatever he had problems, but. It was sort of like back in the day, I would listen to that shit all the time. <laughs> they were like, my, they were just like, I just loved them, man. I rock and roll. Bat, what was it? Batman. Kick, I kick Batman's ass. It's my favorite song. It's a good. I mean, he. I remember finding him in uh, middle school and it was really good. It was a great moment. Great moment. Yeah. Right. We also yeah. listening to, uh, I remember this band called, um, there's a band called Fat Day, and it was like one song was called Poop Lagoon, but every song was like 15 seconds. So it'd be like, -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba and it'd be over. And I was like, there was hundreds of songs, and I just got them all. It was like Kazaa or something, right? Because mm. that's I, when you found, was it Kazaa that you used? You could use Kazaa or LimeWire. I don't like songs that are too short like that. <clears throat> like, well, yeah, but you if know, you got 10,000. If you got 10,000, it's kind of cool because it's like they all have crazy names like Robotic Butler or <laughs> or Snapdragon's uh, Snafus, like the best names or Poop Lagoon was my favorite because yeah. like the name creeped me out. I was like, well, I'm not going near a Poop Lagoon. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you know where I'm not going near. Oh, is this a, a bit? It's Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, so because I see the virulent anti-Semitism in that game. You There's anti-Semitism in the game. Are you familiar with the the concept of the blood libel? I don't know what that is. I'm happy that I don't know these things. <laughs> Can I just say that? It's it's fine this to say you're like, happy you don't. My know ignorance those pays off because that sounds like a lot of bullshit. Yeah, but where your ignorance stops paying us off is when you start telling people that like. No, they're wrong about this thing that I'm glad that I don't know about. But also, huh? you're wrong and I'm right. What the hell does that mean? That's what you were saying when I was trying the to say that you just earlier. said is the most absurd. Weird. It's like in uh, Billy Madison. That was by far 
the stupidest and most idiotic. We're all dumber for now hearing it. <laughs> it just sounds like ho- you're saying stuff. That statement. Say that statement again, first of all. Like, say, I don't say know what again. it was. Well, there what you go. It? You can't even remember it. But I think it was just such a crazy sort of logic, like weird logic that I, I mean, we're you and I are communicating, correct? But you have the perception that you really. have. All right. Well, what are we doing? I think you're saying a lot of stuff. I don't know if good communication is happening. Would you say that we're like having good communication? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Uh, look, I'm not trying to be delightful or entertaining. I'm trying to, <laughs> I think I'm trying to uh, uh, really, con- uh, uh, gosh, I can't even, I don't even know. I mean, I want you to see, look, first of all, let's clear the air. I've gone through a lot and I'm completely normal and absolutely sane and <laughs> rational. And like, I would last time I was on the show, I was probably a mess. I must've been no. drunk. I must've been high. I don't know what I was. You're just about the same. Very similar okay. experience. Well, that's weird because I'm absolutely more normal and calm. Like ask me hmm. a question, like a calm question. Uh, what do you think of the, the anti-Semitism and Hogwarts legacy? That's not a calm question. It's filled with, um, I mean, I don't even want to, it's filled with stuff. It's like a, you gave me a Twinkie full of dynamite. <laughs> and you're like, I can see the dynamite coming out of it. And you're like, well, bite it anyway. And then running away going, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> Covering your ears. Fair. That's Covering fair. your ears. Yeah. I mean, what was your, did you like uh, the chocodiles? I was into those. Yeah. What? You, like when it comes to hostess cakes, what's your uh, pick? Uh, yeah. Chocodiles, I think. Yeah. There's oh, really? These things for, yeah, definitely. Um, That's my these, favorite. Yeah. You said that. Remember it's, they're good though. They're real good. They're did really ever, good. Did you ever have leopards? Were they called? I never, that sounds delicious, but no. Kevin, look up hostess leopards. Hey, Kevin, can we get some leopards on the show? Can you order? Kevin, get, oh, get those are the Twinkies with the little spots in them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Are the spots chocolate or is it a black weird? No, they, they were like chocolate. They were like chocolate chip Twinkies or something. Oh, that sounds amazing. You, well, I so want that now. Have, yeah, How can I, don't I get think that? you can. Hey, I put that in my hand, them. Kevin. Can we? Uh, oh, get that for the show, Kevin. Kevin I don't can think you, like, they're made anymore. Drone? Is this is this true? They're not made anymore. I don't. I don't think they are. I, I will find out though, and find us some if they they still exist. I want these leopards. I don't think for fuck's sake. Well, wh- how, when did you the eat them? Hostess thing. When did you eat them? I'll be real with you guys. I never oh, had look at them. You never. I went. always lo- looked for them, but I can never There's, get any. Okay, myself. I can find these because I'll tell you one thing. First of all, they're like muffins with cream inside, but I feel like Little Debbie makes this this like a spoof mm. of this. Yeah, right. little Debbie does it so. all. Yeah, that little Debbie's like sharp and, and knows what she's doing. <laughs> that, that little Debbie, <laughs> she really knows what she's doing. I think she's I like on the to zebra something. cakes. You ever get the zebra oh, cakes? Yeah, those are delicious. I, actually, my favorite though, I love the peanut butter like nutter things. Yeah, yeah. They're like the wafers that are peanut butter. Those are good. Yeah, those are the. Yeah, they're really really good. They're called they're like bad, butter nutter. Nutty, yeah, nutty bars they? or something. Like nutty favorites. I think they're called big, big nutty favorites. Kevin, can you write that down? <laughs> big nutty favorites. Big nutty favorites. Man, 
Oh my god, dude! I watched the Steven Seagal movie. It was it was kind of amazing. It was like mm-hmm. shitty, but it had like Uncle Junior from Sopranos in it. You know, when did like that the Larry happen? David did guy? Watch I watched that with my friend, and and I wasn't expecting to like it. I just bought it because it was like two dollars. Like some mm-hmm. people are getting rid of DVDs, or whatever. And I was like, oh, out for justice. And it ends where he kicks a guy in the balls. Is how it ends. Like it's a guy that threw a puppy away, and he catches the puppy, but later is like. Are you the guy that threw out the dog out of your window, motherfucker? And he kicks him in the balls. Is it like a freeze frame on his balls or like what? There's a shot of his balls. It's the best shot because it's the shot of his balls and you see the foot hit the balls and then you just see the guy go. ah, And then he goes, my balls, my balls. (laughs) That's how the movie ends. And then so he's just like he's on the ground in pain. And then the dog pees on the guy like the dog he threw away. Like, isn't that amazing, Spencer? Like, that's good. More movies should end like that, don't you think? That's what I'm saying. That's quite an ending. I was, because I'm glad I watched the shitty movie. It's not great, but to get to that ending was like, like I was like, that's the best ending. That's that to me hits the high mark for Seagal because he doesn't hit yeah. many marks. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of what do you call it? Stinkers. Deception. Well, there's like <laughs> deception. Exit wounds is a stinker, right? Sure, I, I had never seen it. It's with DMX. He tries yeah. to turn up the heat in the movie. Well, DMX is like turning everything up. It's like, well, let's not only turn up the movie, but let's make every line like, "Oh my gosh, what are we doing now?" Whoa! And it's like he's absolutely hitting all ceilings. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. come down. Well, he's dead, right? DMX. I yeah, I think. think he's dead. Yeah, sad. You know who died today was the De La Soul guy. I'm so bummed out. I was the biggest De La Soul fan. What's his name, Kevin? David. Uh, David LaSoul. No, he has two names. Yeah, it's David LaSoul. No, that's fucked up. I'm, that I should be bad. his name. Wouldn't that be good? You feel bad? I got I got it getting his name wrong. <laughs> the poor. Uh, I mean, I'm a fan I thought of you him. Said, I thought you started feeling bad that we called him David LaSoul, like he would be insulted over that. Sorry. No, that's I, that's I absolutely like hilarious. And he, he would love it, I'm sure. Yeah, but um, not forgetting his name. I got that one song it. that they had. They sampled Steely Dan, or no, no, they sampled. Yeah, Steely Dan, right? Isn't that right, Kevin? It's a good song. I think so. Yeah. What's the song? It's like ah, it's such a great song. Anyway, I love Steely Dan. I know. I okay. One thing that Poker Face real quick upset me. They made fun of Benson, and Benson is like. I love Benson. I love Benson. The show Benson, it's great. Ask me about what Benson. Do you love, what do you love about it? Well, I, I can't go into specifics, but um, it's a spinoff of Soap, <laughs> and it stars... Wait, why, why can't Resident you go into specifics? Well, I don't want to say what the show's about. Let's put it that way. But why did you solicit questions <laughs> on the show then? <laughs> solicit well wait, I think, but why don't you why don't you want to say what it's about like that's look it mysterious. up people at home i shouldn't have to explain it look it up oh you I'm just th- don't feel like explaining it okay there's a reason i don't but i can't okay. say the reason that's the whole point of not saying it but it's a delightful show the theme song is so good and poker face made fun of the song and people that watch it and i got offended that's it yeah you hold that against shows a lot, right? When they make fun of something you like. I feel like I've seen you post about that in the past. It, it's a problem that keeps happening. Yeah. But you talk mad shit all the time. I do not. No, only when it's justified. 
Then it's not okay. shit talking. It's called uh, opinions. Right. Right. Well, that's our show, everybody. Thanks so much to Abed. Oh, man. When's the Abed hour coming back, man? I think next week. Okay. I'm working on it now. I'm working on something. What do you work on? Get a I'm guess? just trying to. F- yeah, well, a lot of things, but I'm trying to figure it out right now. We should figure out how you prepare for a show, and then we should try doing it one of these times. I, I go to the sauna room and I, I take a steam first. Ovid's getting interns and saunas, and I'm just over here like some asshole in the office. You don't have a sauna room? Oh, my God, Spencer. Do you have like a workout bench? You don't have a shower? You don't have your own shower at the office? No, no. Kevin, we got to get me a shower. Get the best shower. As as producer, I'll make that happen. I should be showering before these shows. I think that's reasonable. Don't you guys? uh, But don't you think it would be reasonable for me to shower before shows? You didn't shower before this show? I don't have a shower. We were just talking about that. Well, you should still shower. But I don't have one. (laughs) Use a friend's. I did that once. Okay. All right. Well, maybe we'll just use (laughs) Abed's shower. Well, no, I didn't offer mine. Uh, all right well we're going to be using this still the show shower, folks this is still the show <laughs> but it's time time to go check out abed next week you got anything else to plug abed uh well there's something i have but i i don't want to plug it. it it's my birthday uh on the 24th so i'll plug my birthday oh nice i'll plug something real quick i have this is a great comic everyone should read it's called black tape from from upshot studios awa it's really good i enjoy it awesome check out it's black cool tape it's like um, the cover looks like Master of Reality, my favorite Sabbath album. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, what about and Gargoyles you, comic, oh, like that Gargoyles, Gargoyles comic. Color. This is, is great. Old? Is this new? No, it's new. It's new. It's absolutely amazing. It's okay. fucking great. I'm reading this with delight. <laughs> like the show never went away. You know. Check out the Gargoyles comic if you want to read with delight. What about you, Kevin? What do you got? Uh, if you're watching this live on Shroud Home Video, coming up next um, is going to be a show we can't talk about, followed Ooh. by real-life sci-fi, followed by some Midwestern vampires from Paul Knope. Oh, that's all good. That is Except the cool. one, what was the one you can't talk about? That's interesting. Well, we can't talk about it. Yeah, we can't talk about it. Is it like Fight Club? Yes. Well, we can't. We can't talk about it. Even if it was like Fight Club, we wouldn't be able to talk about it. That's what this is like. It's like your that's guys' Fight Yeah. <laughs> If you want to join Fight Club, pretty good. check out shrobhomevideo.com. We like to end the show the same way we do every single time. So until next time. Uh, Are you coming back next week? Uh, we're coming back next week. Who's the we'll guest? We'll see you next week. No guests. No guests, oh, so, no oh. problem. Oh, that's a good logo. I mean, logo. Yeah. It's not a... It's, <laughs> <laughs> on the shirt. <laughs> no guess, no problem. It needs to be the that happens shirt.